Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Friday, this is the Big Bets here on Easton Dave Austin Mall Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. It's, you know, it's, it's a fun Friday feel before the holiday week, at least for me. Yeah, yeah, because you're not here. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. you know. Or in Buffalo. <laughs> or in Buffalo. We're going to get to that in a second here. Uh, Nick Wayne is going to join us here at the top of hour number two. We'll get his thoughts. NBA, certainly NFL as well. But, you know, you, Kelly, and I are on the group text every day before the shows, make sure we're going over everything from the rundowns. And, and Kelly's like, you know, Buffalo is still the lead story today, the yeah. Buffalo Bills. But now it's almost because of incompetence. So when the Bills are going to arrive now, for the new destination, for those that don't know, if you've been living under a rock for the last 24 hours, before we got off the air yesterday here in Big Bets, we were saying, hey, there's a chance the game get, get moved to yeah. Detroit. But, you know, I really kind of thought, oh, they'll play the game. I did, I did too. Right? I really yeah. thought, it's, it's, why would you give up a home game? No, they are going to play the game now in Detroit. But to Kelly's point to us in the group text like they haven't left buffalo yet and now they don't know when they're going to arrive in detroit hello have you not been paying attention to the weather this is why they decided to move the game it's shocking to me that you wouldn't have the presence of mind as an organization like hey the, the storm is coming at this time we've got to get out of the way you know the good thing is at least for people in the buffalo area and you wish everybody well if you've yes. never dealt with storms like this can be very precarious um, it's going to be over the weekend. So to make it a little bit easier, kids don't have to go to school. Uh, people will probably be home for the most part. So that'll make it a lot easier. By the way, if you're the UB Bulls basketball team, yes. how good are you feeling right now? You're playing in a holiday tournament far, far away right now from this one as they're taking on Drake. And I think they're at the break at this time. I, again, it's like, look, I used to live in Rochester, lived in Syracuse. Oh, similar, yeah. As a, so I know we know the, the Buffalo area. Well, yeah. first NFL game I ever went to was a Bills-Packers game in 1980, showing my age. But this is what you deal with, right? And I saw Mitch Moss uh, tweet about this earlier. Of course, you watch Ian Pauly on Follow the Money. And it was basically like, what are we doing, NFL? Like, this is part of the home field advantage. They've had games in conditions worse than this. Remember that, what was the, the, the were they, the convict come on and, and drive through the, and, and make a tunnel against the Patriots, and then they kicked the game. Wait, he, hold on, the convict. Yeah, there was a the convict. I believe it was a Patriots game years ago, decades ago. Well, I remember where they did where they did that for Tony Franklin to, yes. kick, to kick the, the field goal. The guy that the guy that did the, the Zamboni, if yeah. you will, was a convicted felon. That was on. I don't know why well, that was. He, the, if he did his time, work I mean, release. 
Well, if he did his time, I mean, we're okay, we can no, move no, on. No, no, I know, but that was, <laughs> I don't know what, that's part of the story. <laughs> but I didn't that, realize it was that germane to plow in the snow, but okay, I, I get it. No, I mean, I guess that's good work if you can get it. But I mean, like, that that's kind of what you deal with in New England and in Buffalo and places in the Northeast. It is almost a home field advantage, but now that they've moved this game to Detroit indoors, Boy, a seismic shift in the total, which you expect. Yeah. And by the way, we said this before we got off the air. Check with your books. And one of my plays got voided by Stations Casino here in Las Vegas on a teaser that I had. And by the way, kudos to them. I get it. I'm not upset about it. You should void it because the conditions of a game are part of the handicap. Right. And now that they have changed dramatically, the total was what, 42? And now it's 49? 49 and a half? And the side Buffalo was eight, eight and a half. That that hasn't moved that much. It's down to seven and a half. Maybe that's like you know a half point for home field not having that. But I get why the books are going to reprice these things because it's not the initial bet that you made earlier in the week. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I'll tell you uh, the one thing you mentioned the home field advantage. Why you thought they shouldn't move the game? I actually get why they're moving the game. Not not because necessarily the snow, but you've got eighty thousand people coming to Orchard Park. You've got the two. Uh, you've got the Browns traveling in. I think it becomes a little bit dangerous just for so many people coming in. You start dealing with the elements, and it looks like they're going to have a ton of snow. And the other thing is most of these roads over the weekend would not have the normal driving that you would see Monday through Friday where it kind of hacks in a little bit. The heat kind of makes it dissipate over time. I'm just saying realistically. No, I agree. But two things. One, the Bills are still trapped right now in Buffalo. They have not gotten out. They don't know how and when they're going to get out. Yeah, that, That's the biggest thing. I don't. They, they changed this game yesterday. Somehow, somehow the Bills didn't organize things and leave last night. So they are right now stuck in Buffalo. Sean McDermott speaking just a little while ago, saying their plans are still TBD on how they're how they're getting and when they're getting out of Buffalo and getting to Detroit. And very quickly, this is just from living up in the area. When I was a kid, when I, back in my day, they literally put a snowplow in front of the school bus. You were getting to school. I mean, they figured out a way, and much worse than this. I'm just I'm just surprised that. I know that hardcore Buffalo fans are like, what? You're giving up our home game for this, for snow? I, I would agree with you, and I'm looking forward to those Bills fans getting a refund. They're fortunate, right? You don't have to travel in this weather to this game, and you don't have to watch the Browns' offense with Jacoby Brissett. They would be singing, I like, mean, Sweet Caroline in the fourth quarter there. They'd be having a blast. That's what they live for, those Buffalo Bills fans. Bills Mafia. Do they sing Sweet Caroline up there? I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't know you're stealing from the Red Sox <laughs> Just now. made that up. I don't really think you could argue, if you're a Bills fan, either of moving moving this offense indoors. Like, I no, don't right. really think you're hurt. I don't think you're hurt, actually, as much as, as the Browns are. I, I know it's a home, home field for Buffalo, but the conditions and the style of play that Cleveland wants to play, as far as running the ball, Playing defense, uh, going inside does not benefit them at all. No, I, and all kidding aside, you're exactly right. And and I, I am surprised because of that fact, Kelly, that the numbers tick down a little bit to seven and a half. It actually makes me like the Bills a little bit better. I repriced a couple teaser plays with the Bills minus a point and a half because uh, I actually do think this will favor Buffalo long-term here playing this game in Detroit and for the Bills then playing the Thanksgiving Day four days later in Detroit. I think it's a huge edge. Huge for Buffalo, for, for both games. Yeah, and, and, you know, the thing is they're expecting, I'm looking right now, if Buffalo could see four feet of snow this week and a mid-lake effect snowstorm. So, you know, it, I think from a aesthetic standpoint, the league wants a game where you get to showcase Josh Allen in a dome. I mean, think about it. What a bonus this is as opposed to playing out in this inclement weather. Yeah, but we don't get snow angels in the in the end zone when skies would score. You're not going to get a lot of end zone opportunities with four feet of snow. Uh, by the way, uh, I, upset by the bookmakers, if you will, the Tennessee Titans beat the Packers last night, 27-17. We just saw information that the offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, of the uh, Tennessee Titans has been arrested this morning on a DUI charge. Remember, that's the OC for the Titans. Uh, they are now 7-3, and three, by the way. So, again, that news just coming across. Look, they're not going to be playing for a while. We'll see how that plays out uh, in a court of law and or if he'll be still the OC. But, boy, did a really good job last night of getting Ryan Tannehill to look like uh, a pretty efficient quarterback. Uh, look at that, 22-27 for 333 and two touchdowns. I mean, who saw that coming from Tannehill last night uh, just shredding that Packer defense? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And to me, the one thing I was – I love the play call with Henry where he threw the touchdown pass. What a beautiful call. play. Um, Henry struggled a little bit in the run game because he had 28 carries for 87 yards, and I think Green Bay was focused in on that. But – Nice job by Tannehill here. I mean, 22 for 27. Nice, nice win for Tennessee. And it was funny. I was out last night. 
watching the game in the sports book and just for a little bit. And by the way, I think the whole world was on Green Bay in there. And I'm like, dude, come on. You guys laid three and a half here? Because I heard the one guy say, well, I got three and a half. I'm like, you're toast. They were fortunate enough. LaFleur went for two in that first touchdown because realistically I would have waited mm-hmm. because if the uh, Titans kick a field goal, now you got to, I mean, you could go for two you're again and tie points. it up. But yeah, you're chasing points. Yeah. I don't like to do that until you necessarily need to, but really didn't matter as Green Bay continues struggling. I think uh, the nail is in the coffin. By the way, there's some serious dudes at the receiver position coming out next year. I, it's Green Bay's got to be a favorite not to draft a wide receiver once again. I don't know. <laughs> Look, Watson looks like he's coming of age, right, a little bit. But, you know, first of all, I was on Green Bay minus three. That's not the thing that bothered me. I kind of knew when I left yesterday I was probably not going to win that. Just had a, one of those weird sure. feelings, right? Yeah. But what really bothered me was my second half play. I had the over. That cashed easily. But I took Green Bay and I laid the five because they were getting the ball first. What was the score at halftime? They were down 14 14-6. 14-6. They were down eight. So I figured, okay, they lose by three. At least I get a push. The Green Bay defense stopped Tennessee three times in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Three times. Aaron Rod- that game, at least that second half, is on A.A. Ron. He was awful, objectively awful. As bad a performance from a reigning two-time MVP that I've seen in a long time. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, maybe just an errant throw here by a yard. He missed one dude running free to 50-yard line 10 yards laterally. It wasn't he overthrew him. It, it's a wide-open guy, and he misses him by 7 to 10 yards wow. spatially. And I'm like, he looked disinterested. He looked like a guy that's just, yeah, you know, if they make the throws, if they make the catches, great. And if not, then I'll just kind of airmail a couple and we'll get out of here. And I, I was stunned by how much he looks like he's regressed. We always talk about Tom Brady, 45-year-old in regression. Why don't we talk about that with the two-time reigning defending MVP? Because he puts it all on the other guys. He's got to look in the mirror at how many throws he missed last night. Don't disagree with you, and I think part of that is age, right? How old is Aaron Rodgers, 37 or 39? Okay, so eight. Perfect, in between. (laughs) Uh, 38, but, you know, the reality of it is you're absolutely right. There's some regression, and Father Time is undefeated. However, he doesn't have the talent. When you look in Tampa, Godwin, Evans, um, these are better guys to – catch the football. Well, we saw like Evans drop a wide open touchdown against yeah. Carroll. Like we've seen some of their bigger names drop sure things. Rodgers isn't putting them in the hands to drop sure things. Like he's making them. These got to be tough catches. But, like, well, Devontae Adams will make that catch. Well, he's one of the top. Well, but, according to Kelly, I don't know where he is in the Pantheon <laughs> if he's top five receiver. But like he's an elite receiver, right? Yeah. So he's going to make plays that th- some of these other guys aren't going to make. I, I would agree with you there. And the, uh, the other thing is, though, they had Bakhtiari on the line. Corey Lindsley went to the Chargers a couple of years ago. Yep. I think you've seen a bit of a deterioration of the offensive line. Tristan Wirfs down in Tampa is probably top three, top five tackles in yep. football. Um, you know, so from that standpoint, I think it's a bit of a challenge. All I would say, and here's the, the thing about me that you guys are warned quickly. I never write the obit on greats. I don't. So, like, I'm not saying Rodgers is done – and this is it. I'm saying last night, that singular performance is one of the worst I've seen from Aaron Rodgers since early in his career. That's how bad he I, was singularly. I thought you were going to say from two weeks ago. And maybe. <laughs> but like, not saying it's, he can't turn it back, because yeah. I do believe that the greats can find uh, greatness in them once again. But didn't help out my second half play away in the five, I'll tell you that. Uh, when we come back, much more to get to. Get some college football on the slate and college basketball that we'll look at here on a very busy Friday night. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. And by the way, Amal, uh, just for your edification, when I knew yesterday you were on the Titans plus the three and a half, I had made the Green Bay play Monday. So that's when I go, uh-oh, I'm on the wrong side. Like, so, like, I could have – I was trying to figure out ways either to hedge off or, or other things. And if you remember the last thing I said to you on the show, do you remember the last thing I asked you yesterday before we got off the air? It was in the last sneaky 20 seconds. I do not. I didn't think you would. I said, Derrick Henry, over-under prop – Receiving yards. It was 11 and a half, I right. think. And you just went over like 46 yards received. Uh, that that played out exactly how we drew it up. Because we talked about that when we looked through Prop Watch. We talked about the rushing plus receiving. And it was, hey, he might not get many yards because they're going to key in on him. But they're still going to utilize him. Dump him off a couple times in the passing game. And boom, you get over that rushing plus receiving. Times four. Yeah. Two, two receptions. 45 yards. 45 it's yards. not bad. It's not a bad average. So, like, I just take note of these. I make uh, mental notes. Yeah. Amal Shaw. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Uh, let's get to some uh, college football for tonight. Uh, South Florida against Tulsa. The Hurricane. They still a hurricane? Golden. Golden. It's a golden hurricane. 14. They're going to lay against the Bulls. The total there is 58. Either, either way, a lean on either the side or the total. No, these are two bad teams. South Florida, I mean, they're one and nine. I have to tell you right now, to me, when you look at it, um, you know, it wasn't a surprise that uh, Jeff Scott got fired. Mm. I mean, he was four and 26. He, Dave, quick question for you. This is Bring a little it. off topic. Love if it. you're an OC or a DC, you get a head coaching opportunity. And it may be at a job you shouldn't necessarily take because there's not the opportunity to be able to win long term. Are you taking the job because it gives you almost guaranteed lifetime security? Or are you staying at your place of current employment like Jeff Scott was at Clemson? Like Josh McDaniels when he turned down Indianapolis. Correct. That's a great example. And do you do that? Because like Jeff Scott takes the South Florida job, and I'm like, you know, Kelly knows this. South Florida's a commuter school. They will get some good players from time to time when Miami, Florida, Florida, and Florida State. And now you've got UCF. That's a problem as well, right? You still have to recruit FAU and FIU as well. So you, you're dealing with seven other schools in the state. Um, would you have taken a job like that where you potentially can't win just to grab the money? I, you know, I never fault guys like a Jeff Saturday, even a guy like uh, Josh McDaniel saying, 
yes, you know what? Let me rethink this. No, I'm not ready mm -hmm. because it's having self-awareness. But I probably would take the job. If this I'm is not a, saying they're not ready. Right, right. I'm saying it's just a job you're probably oh, not going to be able to win. It's a bad at. job. Yeah. If it's a bad job, I'd probably say no. If okay. it's I want to do this to see if I can do it, I'd probably take it for the yeah. challenge, right? But when you said you were going to go off topic, I thought you were going to go like full. Um, if you remember Fred Willard in uh, Best in Show. Okay. When he's doing uh, the play-by-play. -play, and he says, let me ask you a question. A little bit off topic. How much do you think I can bench? <laughs> By the way, it's a great – in fact, that should qualify as a sports movie, the Westminster Dog Show. It's one of my favorite movies of that all movie's time. That movie's great. That movie's great. Fred Willard is absolutely brilliant. And what I did not realize is he is playing the role of Joe Gargiola, oh. the longtime baseball man who apparently used to do the Westminster Dog Shows. And so that was his caricature of Joe. It is brilliant if you haven't seen it before. So back to the two bad teams very quickly. I don't like laying – Two touchdowns with a bad team, but you're going up against a really bad team, the Bulls. In Tulsa. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I got to yeah. lay 14 with an awful Tulsa team against a worse South Florida yeah, team. Yeah, and think about this. In the beginning of the season, we saw BYU laying 12 at South Florida, and they got absolutely boat wrecked. Mm -hmm. um, in this one here, I, I just don't want to lay it with Tulsa. don't want to take it with the Bulls. All right, so we're going to pass on that. How mm -hmm. about San Diego State? Uh, 14, I believe that's Stormy Bonatoni's uh, alma mater. I San believe, Diego State? I believe so. Okay. So I could be wrong in that assessment, but I'm pretty sure it is. It's just a random nugget. 14 and a half for SDSU against New Mexico. Should be able to get the cover here. Again, I think there's better plays in college hoops. I would stay away from this game. Look um, at the total. Yeah, 36. Well, New Mexico. Is look, it a halftime total? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, New, New Mexico, this is a team that struggles offensively. They've lost seven in a row. Just to give you quick scores in terms of New, Mexico, New Mexico's offense. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm all 36. The 14 and a half point spread. Well, first of all, you, you have to go back to, guys, you have to go back to September, the last time New Mexico scored more than 15 points in a game. Yikes. It's 36. Okay, three against Air Force, 10 against Utah State, nine against Fresno, nine against New Mexico State, 14 against Wyoming. They put up a 20-burger against UNLV, got shut out by LSU. They did put up 27. Oh, my God. 27 against UTEP in week three, uh, 14 against Boise, and um, Maine, offensive explosion, 41 points. So implied team total, I'm all like 10 and a half for them tonight, probably? Well, what's the number? You said 36 and 14 36. and a half, so 22, 11. It should be about 11. Yeah. If you get an, if you get anything at 10 and a half or under, play the under. If I get 27 to 10, I'm home, baby. Look, I think the Aztecs should be able to roll these guys. Just defensively, they should be able to negate anything that they do offensively and then keep yourself in a good position to be able to move the basketball. Is, this, is the safer play to play the under team total? Yes. Or no, there's no word here, Dave. Don't, Go, don't lay the don't lay no, the I don't, mind, I don't mind laying the 14. Actually, I really don't. Um, but I think it's going to be hard for these guys to score. I really do. I am. I just. I cannot remember the last time a college football game not involving Iowa had a team total as low as hold, that. Hold on. I don't know if we're going to get to that one right now. No. I know we're going college. Did you guys see the total on the Minnesota Iowa game? Yes. yes. I, I I said you know, so. I was on a show this morning, and uh, Rick Newhouse asked me about it. And I said, "Last time I saw a total this low, it had to be in the Arctic Circle." I mean, it's like you have to have inclement weather to be able to have a total that low. This is insanity. I, I, I'm just blown away by it. But again, Amal's point is, you probably don't want to flirt with that total. You want to look at the team total if you can get that, and or lay the points because you could get twenty to nothing. I. I I'm going to tell you, I am going to end up playing the Aztecs. If it's 10.5 or 11, I will definitely take New Mexico under. Wow. Let's get to college hoops where we expect more points. Yes. <laughs> uh, Indiana against Xavier. Uh, I don't believe Romain Sato or David West will be playing tonight. Romain Sato going back. I love the, it. For the X-Men tonight. Uh, boy, I don't know if it stays the same for you in college basketball as it does in college football where you see numbers under three, right? Mm -hmm. Two and a half. Would you be more apt again if you like the Musketeers to play money line or would you take the points? Well, I'll be honest with you. It's on a game-by-game -game basis okay. in basketball compared to football. Um, to me, in this particular game, I think taking points would be good. I think it's going to be a tough game for Indiana going on the road. Now, look, the travel is very short, right? This is in Cincinnati at the St. Yep. Thomas Center. This should be a pretty big game there. Uh, you know, the one thing that's going to be interesting for me is how does Trace Jackson Davis fare against Zach Fremantle and Jack Nungy? Nungy's been off to a fast start, shooting 5 of 8 from the three-point line, done a really nice job so far this year. I like this X team. 
Um, but this is going to be kind of a measuring stick game so far early on for both teams, especially with IU. they got a great shot to win the league this year. Mm-hmm. You've got to win road games like this because in the Big Ten, you're going to play about six or seven road games like this where you're a short favorite. You might be going to the State College. You might be going to Columbus, Ann Arbor. They're going to be dogfight games. Can you cover those numbers in this spot? This is going to be a good game, even if you're not betting, just to watch and kind of pay attention to, to keep in mind for the rest of the season for both of these teams. I believe that uh, Sean McCollum, one of our uh, fine gentlemen behind the glass right here for the show, is going to the Baylor-Virginia game later on today. He's yeah, see he the, is. Yeah, he is. we got a big fist up there. So the Bears are going to lay four against the Cavs. Yeah. This total is 130 and a half. That feels actually high to me. Are we going to see pack line defense in vogue, we know Baylor can play some serious man-to-man and get after you. They they really can. Um, you know, to me, this would be an interesting matchup. I tend to agree with you towards the under here. Uh, even though Baylor can go with tempo, mm-hmm. they can play any type of game, right? They can play a half-court game. They can get up and down. It doesn't make a difference. But, excuse me, um, this should be a good one. I want to see uh, a Flo Thamba and company, how they perform in this game. Cryer's been outstanding so far for the Bears. Uh, Flagler is back as well, so this should be a pretty good is, game. Is Mayer still there? The kid with the, the is no, he, he, tra- he transferred out. He transferred. Loved his yeah. hair. So uh, no lean there for Baylor laying the floor against. Virginia. No, a complete stay away spot okay. on that one. Uh, how about the fight in the line I against UCLA? Three and a half for the Bruins here against Illinois. Um, you know, I lean towards the Bruins here, but I want to see what the Illini are. Uh, remember, they got Terrence Shannon, the, rep- uh, the transfer from Texas Tech in there, UCLA with some good young talent. Uh, this should be an interesting matchup. Jaime Hawkes is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Bruins team, Tiger Campbell's off to a good start so far this year, and Singleton has really shot the ball well from the three-point line. Um, this should be a pretty good Friday night game. Both games, by the way, real quick, um, are in Las Vegas here at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, does that change the handicap at all since it's neutral neutral court? Although UCLA fans are going to travel. Well, look, it's a college basketball game. You're not going to have – I mean, you you, you probably get five, seven, eight thousand 8,000 people. The big concern that I have is the home court is a huge advantage in college yeah. basketball. I would argue probably the biggest advantage of any sport. How about the Texas crowd against Gonzaga? Well, Moody's much different than it was at the Irwin Center, so it's going to be a lot better home court advantage for the, uh, the Horns. All right, Sean's got a couple good games he's going to see in person tonight. All right, when we come back, let's get into the NFL and some handicaps there and maybe that have changed through the week as we get closer to the weekend. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on a Friday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to this segment of VSIN Big Bets. is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or a dipper who's tried to make a change, no one would blame you for thinking that all newer nicotine products have one thing in common they don't work. They're either too complicated to use, they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low-profile enough to enjoy anytime, anywhere. You might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. And um, we saw Nick Sirianni. Yeah. He, hey, Eagle fans, this is not like, because you know I'm a Cowboy fan. This isn't anything against yeah. hashtag fly, Eagle fly. I just don't like the guy. I want to like the guy. He just, there's something about him, I'm all, that I just I can't figure out. I, I'm indifferent, but I have to be honest with you. To me, he looks like a guy who's sitting at Black Dolphin Prison in Orenburg Oblast in Russia. I mean, that, just the way he's sitting there up there, I'm like, dude, I feel like just, just something. He's, he's in that penal colony over yeah, there. He really does. Oh, by the way, we're burying the lead story. I feel story. like he just really needs a, a long nap of all. That, that, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I would get good way to put yeah. it. Remember his, his, his a good solid nap. Like his opening introductory press conference was a disaster. Like the fact that they're having this type of full blown success surprises me because normally you can tell a lot. I sat by our own uh, Rick Doc Walker. We've had on the program many times. I love the DOC. The day that Jim Zorn was hired as the new head coach of then the Washington Redskins, and we're sitting together next to each other at the press conference, and Zorn comes out and he says, "Hey, I'm just so fired up to get it going." for the maroon and black. And Doc wrote down on a piece of paper, he went, maroon and black? 
question mark? And I went, not a good start. And you just kind of knew certain guys were just during over the skis. I thought that was going to be Sirianni. But so far, I got to give him his props. It's working out in Philadelphia. Well, listen, he's done a terrific job. But the real key, and I think uh, comeback player of the year, you know, we talked about Geno Smith and we talked about Saquon Barkley. How is Jalen Hurts not in this conversation? Well, I thought your criteria, counselor. No, my criteria. Hold on a second, buddy. My criteria is different Kelly, than the boys. Didn't he say that no, 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 he got to no, no, be injured? No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Right. No, yeah, no, no, no. Hold on. Go ahead, Kel. <laughs> no, 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 no. You continue. You're dead right with what you're about to say. No, what I'm saying is my criteria is it should be injury. Right. However, if it's not going to be injury, then how the hell is Jalen Hurts not the leader at this point? Over Geno Smith? Absolutely. It's a fair argument. And if we were in a court of law, I'd listen to that. I mean, we, you have to. He's not even. He's not you even, have to address the bench with that. Uh, That's not even listed. Let me, let me tell you something. It's a, it's a uh, great. It's a very fair point. It's like my best friend. He's, he's a partner in a law firm. He says to me, he goes, listen, he goes. If I'm on capital, I'm on trial for capital murder. He goes, I want you given the closing <laughs> summation. He goes, I just don't want you near 97% of the rest of the case. <laughs> I do, but in all seriousness, it's an excellent point. If if we're talking about Gino Smith, he's I, not even on the list. Which I have been. And Gino, by the way, is the smallest favorite right now, minus dollar ten. And I think that's right. But to Amal's point, that is not injury related. Saquon's injury related. That's minus dollar fifteen. So is Derrick Henry. By the way, look what he's doing every week. He's twenty to one. So is McCaffrey, twenty five to one. But to not have Jalen Hurts on the list, not on the list. I don't think he should be the favorite, but not on the list is criminal. I, I don't understand how. If you're going to say Geno Smith and Saquon Barkley, how can uh, Saquon's an injury situation? But Saquon makes he meets your criteria. Correct. That's right. He makes sense. But how is Jalen Hurts not on that? No, no, I'm with you, all. I, all kidding aside, if you're going to put Geno where I put Geno, and I think he should be there, based on how the award is right now, not defined. The award is not defined. There is no criteria. We are making up the criteria because there is no set criteria for this award. So because that is the way it is, Amal is 1,000% correct. You need to have Jalen Hurts somewhere on this list. I mean, that just seems to be you're forgetting a, a clear, obvious choice for the year he had last year versus an MVP-type year that he's having so far this year. Also, you know, I'm a big Mahomes guy, mm-hmm. and he is great. And he looks like he's going to win the MVP, but – most valuable player, Jalen Hurts, based on most value. If you put in uh, the mustache, Gardner Minshew, they're not 9-1, and one, are they? No, and that's why one of my handicaps in the offseason was incorrect. Now, I, I would get home with it, and I said then this summer, the play I liked the most, the Eagles back then were 8.5 for the win total, and I said, I love the 53 that Howie Roseman has constructed in Philly, yes. but I said, you could put in the mustache, if Hurts isn't the guy, because this summer they were debating, is Hurts the guy, right? And I thought, well, you can put Gardner Minshew in this team can win nine games. Maybe not. That's where I could have been wrong. So, again, the evaluation of the roster was correct, but I thought the quarterbacks were almost interchangeable. They're not. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Since we're throwing each other under the bus yeah. yourself, I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I thought Minshew should have been the starter. <laughs> right? Okay. But, that, but that's the point. We didn't really know about Hurts this summer. No, I, di- I didn't realize he was going to be this good. Me neither. And, and again, that's why I agree with your point there that he should be at least on the list. One other point here, uh, Bills and, uh, and Browns. Bills didn't practice again today, Amal, right? You just saw that come down? Because they can't get to the stadium or anywhere or a plane. You know, I like <laughs> Hey, but the- Dave wanted to play in Buffalo. Yes! Just stay there. Don't move. Oh, Make man. it tough on the, team, the road team to get there. It's part of the home field advantage. All right, let me burn through some uh, injury updates before we get into NFL game breakdowns. Ky- uh, Cliff Kingsbury said Kyler Murray is, quote, progressing with his hamstring oh. issue. Uh, the extra day should help a lot for his chances to play on Monday. Josh Allen limited all week on pra- in practice. Which Josh Allen? Josh Allen with the Bills. Oh, limited no. all week in pra- practice but has no injury designation for the game on Sunday, we hope on Sunday, uh, in Detroit. <laughs> Kyer Elam, jo- Jordan Poyer, both questionable mm-hmm. for that game. Lamar Jackson misses practice today uh, due to an illness John Harbaugh says he will start on Sunday, though. There is no worries about him uh, missing the game on Sunday. Chiefs ruled out Juju Smith-Schuster for Sunday's night's game in L.A. McCall Hardman, you might remember, also placed on IR earlier this week. Giants, uh, Evan Neal upgraded, I guess, to doubtful because he's missed uh, games recently. And Kenny Galladay questionable for the game this week. Um, 
there in New York against the Wait, wait for Gall- Lions. against the Lions uh, laying three at home. By the way, what just, are my bets? <laughs> you know, Kelly, as you go through that roll call of injuries, I, the one that sticks out to me and just grabs my attention and the, and the red flag goes up, Lamar Jackson. This is how it all began last year. Illness. He'll be fine. Don't worry about him. And, like, what happens every year with Lamar Jackson around this time where these bizarre, like, uh, they're almost like you can't put your finger on what's going on with him. Eh, he's just uh, missing practice, but he'll be fine until he's not fine. Dave, my guess would be there's going to be some stories about Lamar and Lamar's relationship with the Ravens uh, coaching staff and organization after his time is gone because that guy misses more practice yes. for illness and other reasons than seemingly anybody on the planet. The, the most nondescript injuries, illnesses, and then they don't hold fourth quarter leads. And we go, well, what's going on? I, I would see your Lamar Jackson. I would raise you one Kawhi Leonard. Oh, mm, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's just bizarre to see a head coach say he's not at practice on a Friday. He's sick. But he'll be fine. He's going to be fine for Sunday. And we got to lay 13 against the, the Panthers on that. I, I'm, I'm just saying, people. This stuff, it's just because the coach says it, ah, it's good. So, so you, you guys don't think there's a potential injury that's just kind of a lingering issue, but he's going to be able to play through it. Could be. But don't, just doesn't practice. I mean, is he at, is he at the facility? Could be. Like just, I, just feels like this happens three times a year. Absolutely. These are the weirdest things. And I go, because Harbaugh is so good at this, because Harbaugh, by the way, is very transparent, at least in talking to the media. And he's great about calming your nerves as a fan, as a better. Eh. He's going to be okay. And then you go, okay, coach says he's going to be fine. I'm laying the 13 with the Ravens against the Panthers. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, remember we told you on Friday he wasn't feeling well, and now he's not going to play. Or something happens during the game. Like, just just file these things away before we blindly lay that. Because my in, uh, my inclination would have been to lay the 13. And then I hear that from Kelly, and I go, oh, I need to, I need to take that into account. By the way, since we're talking about the Ravens, you know, They've been one of the three teams, at least I've considered, for the AFC. We're sleeping on the Tennessee Titans, who are right back there. Coach of the year, Mike Vrabel, last year, number one seed. They're 7-3 and three now. They were 0-2. They've won 7 of 8. I wow. mean. I, that and, part and, I didn't know. And nobody talks about them. Nope. Again, second year running. Nobody talks about Mike Vrabel and the job that coaching staff has done there. Very quickly, Kelly gets this great information. Kelly, do you get that information via Twitter? Predominantly. Just scanning Twitter this okay. whole time. Here is, here we're burying the lead story of the day. So if Twitter goes away, as the world is all freaking out about in a couple weeks, which, by the way, I love trolling. I have fun on air with blasting politicians and, and talking sports with people. If it really went away, the only thing that would harm us is in the gambling community. Because Kelly gets these, these tidbits. Kelly, what would you do? Go back to reading the paper? I don't. I don't my, my NBA betting would... I don't know, diminished by 90% probably. We kid, but could you imagine in our space, if Twitter went away, the lack of information we'd have, like Lamar Jackson, just casually on a Friday before you make those wagers? I would agree with you. I Follow the beat reporters as long as you can on Twitter. You get a ton of information because there's always game notes, practice notes coming up, and information that's very important. At least you can get through what, about week 12 before the end of the world? We'll talk some more NFL when you come back with us right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like our World Cup futures, insurance bets, and World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action today. It is a whole new ball game. Let's give it our pro tip for our number one here on Big Bets. And it was one that I asked you about. In relation to smaller numbers in college yep. basketball, in relation to what you see in college football. Now, normally we've been telling you throughout the year, if you see a number under three and you like the dog more often than not in football, play the money line yep. because your bankroll is going to get increased uh, more as the year goes on in football. But in basketball, i.e., with say, I think Xavier against Indiana today. Musketeers are catching two and a half. You actually think in college basketball there might be more value in taking the points. I do simply because uh, games tend to be a little bit tighter when you've got a decent matchup like that. You know, in football, obviously, same thing can happen, missed extra point, what have you. But generally speaking, because the way the scoring is, right, three, six points for a touchdown, it it just doesn't really lend itself to as many games – uh, follow, follow, excuse me, falling one or two. All right, so that is a very good information. Again, in college basketball, do not follow the same tips that we necessarily do for football. That is pro tip for hour number one here. You get 20 of those across the VEASAN spectrum as a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can get those when you become a subscriber by going to VEASAN.com, sort them out by show and or by sport. Let's get back to the NFL and look to some of these previews uh, that we have for the weekend. Let's start off with the Falcons against the Bears. Now, Chicago getting three in the road against Marcus Mariota and company. Remember, Arthur Smith says, nope, not making a quarterback change here. I know people start to clamor for Desmond Ritter a little bit down there in the ATL. What do you make of this number and or total? High total of 49 and a half, but the Bears have been scoring points like like it's nobody's business. The Bears have been unbelievable offensively, averaging uh, better than 30 points a game over the last four games. Excuse me, Dave, I said it earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. I got to go with the Bears here plus the three. I don't think Atlanta should be laying points against anybody. Excuse me. I think Justin Fields should be very effective throwing and running the ball here. Yeah, we're starting to see a Fields because of how good that running game has been to get some stuff in the play-action game. I actually have some uh, plays on the Bears here and some uh, teaser plays. Like that. And a couple that I've taken them money line as well here with the Bears this week because I really do. I'm with you. If they don't win, that I wouldn't be shocked. But I wouldn't be shocked if they won the game outright here in the ATL. I think it's a one-possession type game there. Let's get to the Eagles and the, and the Colts. This line has kind of been on the move a little bit this week. It was eight and a half. Got down as low as six and a half after the Monday night debacle against Commanders. Now back up to seven. So maybe some buyback on the Eagles coming in here. You know, we talked about hold or fire earlier in the week. Is this number going to keep going on the move, or do you think we're settling at seven? I'm not sure. I really think we'll wind up at six and a half by game time. But I like uh, the Colts here catching a touchdown. I think, you know, I was just on Lombardi line earlier, and we were talking about this team can compete. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you and I both are thinking in agreement. I don't want to speak for you, but yeah, you're right. Both believe he's a top five running back, and Matt Ryan played better. This is not a horrific team defensively; they're solid. Um, you know, if you can slow down this offense a little bit, I think they got a shot. Remember, the one deficiency with Philadelphia is the run defense. Now there are two things there that uh, really kind of sidebar stories to this game here. 
Uh, Linval Joseph has been signed by the Eagles this week, and so has Ndamukong Sue. Right. I heard this morning, listening to some Philly, Philly talk, they're going to play. They believe both of those guys are going to play this week in this game with the absence of Davis in the middle. So maybe those are the run stoppers they're looking for. But again, they've been out of football until this week. That's where the Eagles are going. I'm not saying these guys are in their prime are great players. But now they have not been playing for quite some time. Yeah, I'm seeing questionable tags, Dave, but I, I think you're right. They're going to get it, get them in there as soon as they're ready to go. Even if it's 10 snaps, right? They're going to try to help the middle there and just clog it up with Ndamukong Sue and Linval Joseph. So that could be a, a sign, too, that Davis could really be out for, for quite extensive time here for Philadelphia if they've signed not but one but two defensive tackles to help shore up that run game. Uh, let's get to, right now, the Jets – and the Patriots, and this line is also ticked up a little bit. Three and a half. This is three pretty much across the board during the week. Who's got the better defense? Because, I, you know, you think Belichick and the Patriots, but Robert Sala and company, all of a sudden, boy, that defense is, is on the come. They really are, and I tell you what, though, I think the Jets have the better offense. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to sign off on the fact that they have a better defense, but I think they're playing well. So, for me, I would look at it from that standpoint. However, uh, I think this New England team should not be laying nearly four points against anybody. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones just doesn't have any confidence. Let's see if there's a little bit of a resurgence from this offense. Crucial, crucial game. Dave, I believe whoever loses this game is going to really be eliminated from any shot at the division. I'm not saying that the uh, Patriots are going to win the division, but you still have to consider them. Obviously, uh, the my, New York Jets are sitting right there, correct? They've mm-hmm. got an opportunity oh, to win yeah. this division, so... Uh, I, I think you have to look at all these teams across the board, and they're, they're serious contenders at this point in time. Dolphins are in an advantageous position because they played the one additional game, which has been a victory. They've got a buy, and then they've got the Texans, but they've got a brutal no, December schedule. Uh, 38 is the lowest point total on the board in the NFL. <laughs> I just can't believe we're in 2022 talking about point totals in the third. I'm not playing the over in that one. <laughs> hey, it's, it's absolutely every rule in the league favors the offense, and we're we're posting totals of 38, and I got a 39 with the Rams and Saints. We'll get to in a little bit. Well, That's insanity. And Nate Oates probably could use uh, Mac Jones as a bounce passer on the basketball team. <laughs> uh, let's get to the Lions and the G-Men and Giants laying three. You know, kind of felt like it was no conversation, buddy. G-Men, see you later. Late. Let's go. I took the line. I took the lines in a tease. I, Wait, I, what's with I, this guy? Every play I give no, him, no, 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 he does the opposite. No, he I, opposite I teased it. I teased it up to nine. So you can still go. We can both get home. I don't disagree with you. I just don't have confidence in this Lions team defensively. I don't either. But I don't. I still believe the Titanic iceberg is straight ahead for the G-men. It's coming, people. They're gonna hit it. I think it's coming too. I just don't think it's coming this week. I. I well, think at got, some point in time, you got to start believing this team is going to be 8-2. and two. Stop it. Better than the Buffalo Bills. Even with the loss, they're better than the Buffalo Bills right now. Then I won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. That's what Ice Cube sang a long time ago. Uh, let's get to the Rams and the Saints. Get everything from Dave Ross. <laughs> All right, when he said D-O-C, I was going to go with the D-O-double-G. <laughs> look at that total, 39. This is defending reigning Super Bowl champions. Catching three, that number's come down, no, no, no. That was four and a half. Now it's all the way down to three. Stafford to play. Matty Stafford is back. You said he is playing? Yes. Yeah. Rams plus three. Consider it money line? Yes, I would, absolutely. Um, Here's here's the reason why I wouldn't, though, for one reason. The plus 145 should be a little bit higher. Should be about 150, 155, in my opinion. Um, again, the, the thing is sometimes you don't get the same money line numbers on a three that you do in game A to game B. So I think they believe that the Rams can win this game as well. This uh, Saints offense has been inconsistent. I am literally surprised the Rams, I'm sorry, the, the Saints defense has just not beaten up the offense. I mean, they play well every week, and this offense is Preach. so inept. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I guess I should walk back my comment a little bit. Uh-oh. Listed as questionable, but he's practiced yesterday and he's practicing today. He's playing. He's playing. Oh, so Lamar, what you, what Lamar, you I'm more concerned about Lamar playing for Baltimore than I'm Matty not Stafford. concerned about Lamar. Um, I'm telling you right now, I am more concerned about whether we have JW Marriott playing or whether we've got Matthew Stafford. Right, so about Red Rifles playing for New Orleans. Dennis Allen loves Andy Dalton. What the hell? What the hell is going on in New Orleans? What's going on in the 504 that we can't see Jameis Winston? He can't play. Really, free Jameis Winston. 
I can't believe I'm calling for Jameis Winston. No the Cameron Red. Jordan in this game. Just seeing this one come down. What's that? No, no Cameron, Cameron Jordan, Jordan. For, oh, wow. for the Saints in this Wee. game, too. By the way, the Red BB gun is just not getting it done. <laughs> no, he's not. You need to have Jameis Winston. Come on. Talk about we talk about the NFL being an entertainment product, most entertaining quarterback in the NFL. My guy for Olave, good for he's gonna throw a touchdown one way or the other, Dave. He's my, like holy matrimony for better or for worse. My, my guy Olave <laughs> could get to a thousand yards easily if he's got famous Jameis. You're not you're not wrong. I mentioned Sean's gonna go to a couple of those college basketball games. We also always talk Raiders with Sean. Is this the last stand for the silver and black? It's over. There is no it's, last stand. No, the Alamo's already happened. Dude, why do you think he's going to the game this weekend? Otherwise, he'd be worrying about the Broncos game. <laughs> They're getting two and a half. I have teased the Raiders up to eight and a half. See, this is my not wave the white flag, but wave the white flag moment. Are you trying to justify your 3,001 ticket on the Raiders to win the division or whatever it was that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I like Denver here. Laying less than a field goal at home. The defense has been elite. Kelly pointed this out earlier in the week. He said, look at the defensive performances by the Raiders. I'm sorry, by the Broncos yeah. and how this team should be in a far better position than they are. If they averaged 18 points to the offense, I think they'd be 7-2. and two. Yes. <laughs> They're 1-8 and eight to the they're, That's they're unbelievable. Eight over under. You know, by the way, gentlemen, you could make the case that the best singular unit – in football, is the Chiefs' offense or the Broncos' defense? I, I don't have any argument against that. I think yeah. that's a pretty good point. Right? I mean, the, the, like, they have been that good, and they've done agree. it without Bradley Chubb, who they traded and, away. And the think about how difficult it is because this offense is three and out every time. Absolutely, Maul. They are on the field all day and night long, and yet they keep stopping people. Kind of like the Packers when they got three stops, and Aaron Rodgers couldn't get me that back door last night in the second half. I got to let that go. Uh, when we come back, Nick Whalen's going to join the program at the top of the hour. Hour number two of Big Bets begins in just a couple minutes right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.